Well done, guys. Great song, very appropriate words for where we're at today in the nation. In a short while, the band are going to come back up and lead us in a closing song. But before that, we just can look at a little bit of God's Word, and I'm going to read some verses from Lamentations, chapter 3. Verses 13 through to 24, if you do have a Bible with you. Jeremiah speaking, he says, He shot his arrows deep into my heart. My own people laugh at me. All day long they sing their mocking songs. He has filled me with bitterness and given me a bitter cup of sorrow to drink. He has made me chew on gravel. He has rolled me in the dust. Peace has been stripped away and I have forgotten what prosperity is. I cry out, my splendor is gone. Everything I had hoped for from the Lord is lost. The thought of my suffering and homelessness is better beyond words. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. You know, I, I read this portion of my Bible on Monday. And the reality is, if you start reading that portion, it's all whoa, whoa, whoa. And if you're a Boomtown Rats fan, and I don't like Mondays comes to mind. Reading this on Monday didn't help your day. It wasn't a start-off day type of thing. But the reality is, you know, a lot of book titles, you can kind of guess what's in them by the name. I mean, if you, read, if you see the title of The Three Musketeers, you've got a kind of idea what it's about. A Treasure Island, a Romeo and Juliet, a, the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. So to give this book its proper title, the Lamentations of Jeremiah, you kind of get an idea of what's going on here. You kind of need to prepare yourself for what you're reading when you come to this book. And Jeremiah really is not having a good day here when he writes this stuff. But you know, but the Bible says that all Scripture is inspired by God. And it's useful for correction and for teaching us what's right and how to live. And it prepares us for life and to do good work. So even though it's like any woe is me, oh dear type of portion to start with, it's still useful and there's some stuff that we can learn from it. Jeremiah basically lists a whole bunch of stuff which is going wrong and the way he's feeling which is not great. But there's an important verse in verse 17 where it says, peace has been stripped away, i.e., Jeremiah has lost his peace. He's looked at the stuff going on around about him and something of peace has left him. And maybe that's where you are today. Maybe look at what's going on around the world and what's going on in our nation or in your life and maybe you've lost a sense of peace. Maybe you've lost that inner peace and com confidence and comfort that Jeremiah had lost as well. He lost his peace and he was having a hard time but let me say to you, Jeremiah did not lose the peace 
because of what was happening around him. But he lost his peace because of what was happening within him. He didn't lose his peace because of what was happening around him. He lost his peace because his focus was on what was happening around him. And Jeremiah, you need to change your focus. Isaiah 26 and verse 3 says this, You will keep in perfect peace all whose trust in you, whose thoughts are fixed on you. Jeremiah, your problem is you're focusing on the troubles round about you. Yes, we live in difficult days. Yes, challenging times for all of us. Unprecedented in many ways. We've not been here before. I've certainly not known days like this in my life. And we can focus on what's going on round about us. And the world is in a sense in meltdown and crisis and nobody really knows what to do. It's day by day changing. And it's easy to get your eyes on that and become fearful. We know Jesus and near the late of his time on earth, said this to his disciples, I am leaving you with a gift of peace, peace of mind and heart. The peace I give to you is a gift that the world cannot give you. So don't trouble and don't be afraid. And basically he's saying, don't get your eyes on what's around about you, but keep your eyes focused on me. And today we want to tell you there is a prince of peace called Jesus and when we get our eyes off our circumstances and the troubles and get our minds focused on him, he can give you a peace which passes everything you can understand. The Bible says in uh, Colossians 3.15, let the peace of God rule, reign in your heart. We want to tell you, yes, times are difficult. Jeremiah, you're going through a tough time, but your focus needs to change off the circumstances and the troubles round about and get focused on him who is the Prince of Peace. And I want to tell you, I have a sense in which, yes, there's a concern about what's going on, but I have a sense of peace of God within my heart and a peace that, God, you're going to do great things in our nation and we're going to keep our eyes on you and we're going to keep worshipping you in these difficult times. His focus was wrong and his focus had caused him to lose the peace that was in because your focus is on the wrong things. It can affect you inside. And if you look at Jeremiah's life, he even got to a point where he was blaming God. We didn't read all the verses in this, but if you're reading at home, you'll find verse 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 15, 16. Always, I've all got something in common. It says, he has. And it's he's done me wrong. God's done me wrong. God's given me this. God's put this on me. God's put that on me. It's his fault. You know, it's easy to blame God sometimes when things are going wrong. And when we lose our focus, that's where we become separated from God. But we want to tell you today, you can keep your eyes on him. Change your focus. But also, you can choose what to forget, Jeremiah. It's interesting if you read what he says here. He says, I've forgotten what prosperity is. But then he says, I will never forget these awful times. He's choosing what to forget. He's choosing what to remember and what to forget. It says, I'm choosing to forget the bad times, or the good times and the blessing times, and I'll never forget this rubbish, awful time that I'm going through. But that's a choice that he made. You know, we can choose what we forget and what we remember. He chose to forget the good stuff, and they decided not to forget, my splendor's gone, everything I hope for's gone, my suffering, my homelessness, my, 
my helplessness is here. I'm grieving over my loss. I'm focusing on me and I'm forgetting the goodness of God. Listen, never forget that God is still a good God in difficult times. I'm choosing to forget the good and I'm choosing to remember and fix on the bad. Listen, he's so different from David. Jeremiah says, I'm not remembering the good stuff. I'm choosing to not forget the bad stuff. But this is what David says in Psalm 103. May I never forget the good things God does for me. He forgives all my sins. He heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death. He crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. He says, I'm choosing not to forget the goodness of God. And today, I don't know where you are, but maybe you've never received that forgiveness that God can give you through Jesus Christ. We want to tell you that he forgives all your sins. Where you are, you can receive the forgiveness of God by just saying, yes, I've messed up. Yes, I've sinned. I've broken God's standards. And Jesus can come right into your home or right into where you're sitting, and he can bring forgiveness to you. Maybe you need healing right now. We want to not forget that he heals all our diseases. Right where you are, God can touch you and cause healing to come into your bones. David chose to not forget the good things. Jeremiah forgot the good things. You know, I'm glad that God chooses what he forgets and what he doesn't forget. He says in Hebrews 8 and 10, I will forget their inequities and I'll remember them no more. I'm glad that we come and ask God for forgiveness. He chooses to forget all the mess up, the sins, the wrongs that we have done. And even when people remind us, God forgets them. He chooses to forget them. Bless the bit. In these days, it's good to remember other people and help other people in these difficult times. But God says this also in Hebrews 6. It's not unjust. He will not forget the work and the love that you've shown to others. And if you could do good deeds, and we encourage you to look out for your neighbors and look out for one another. And you might not get the praise that you deserve, but I want to tell you, God will not forget He'll see you, and he'll bless you, and he'll reward you, because he chooses not to forget the good stuff that we do. He chooses to forget all the mess-ups and the sins and the wrong things that we do, and he chooses not to forget the good things that we do. How great is our God? How gracious is our God? How merciful is our God? He is a good God. And don't forget that God is a good God. He's for you. And he's with you. And even in these difficult times, he says, I'm not going to leave you. And don't forget that even though you're self-isolated, God has not left you. He's with you. He says, I will never leave you. I will never forget you. He has not forgotten you. And if people have not phoned you, they've maybe forgotten to phone you or to knock your door. We want to tell you, there is a God who has not forgotten you. You're in the center of his heart, his mind, and his plans. He is for you today. Jeremiah you need to change what your focus is. And you can put your own name there. Jeremiah, you need to choose what to forget and what to remember. And Jeremiah, you need to celebrate the faithfulness of God. The band are going to come up and get ready for a closing song in a moment or two. But Jeremiah, it's as if something kicks in here. It's as if something changes within him. He's moaned and moaned for the first loads of verses and complained about God. But then something changes within it. It's as if he's just put on Michael Jackson's LP 
and he started, I'm starting with a man in the mirror. Because the first line, that say, line of that song says, I'm going to make a change. Something had to change in Jeremiah. Your situation is not too good, Jeremiah. Your focus is wrong, though. You need to get your eyes off what's going on right about you and lift your eyes up to the one who's going to help you through this difficult time. And what Jeremiah realized was that the change that he was looking for wasn't an external change, but the change he needed and wanted had to start within him. There had to be a change within him. And yes, I understand these are difficult days. I really do. I understand that these can be challenging times. But I want to encourage you this morning to not focus on the difficult times, but to focus on the goodness of God, to celebrate the faithfulness of God. See, in verse 20, Jeremiah says this, I will never forget the awful this awful time as I grieve over my loss. But then something changes between verses 20 and 21. Verse 20, I'll never forget this awful time that I'm having. And then it says, yet. What a small word with a big meaning. It says, yet I still dare to hope. What a great statement that is. In spite of all the rubbish and all the bad stuff that's happening, yet I still dare to hope. I make a choice to hope. What a great word hope is. And today we're world in the, living in a world which is crying out for hope. And maybe you're looking for hope. There's a God of hope. We sing a song that says, hope has a name. His name is Jesus. And God can come and give you hope when you choose Jesus. And then Jeremiah, you could ask him, what's changed, Jeremiah? What's changed in your attitude here? And the answer could come, I'll change. I stay to hope. When I remember this, I remember that the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. And I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. The Lord is my inheritance. I'm remembering, yes, I can still hope because our God is faithful and our God whose mercies are new every morning. And no matter what's going on round about me, no matter that there's no antibacterial hand washing in any of the supermarkets, no matter I'm struggling to get the food that I need, I can't even watch football on the TV to cheer me up. There's so much missing, but do you know what? I still have the Lord. He is my inheritance. He is my peace. He is my strength. He is my comfort. He is my health. He is my source. He is my hope in this world. And Jeremiah gets his mind off the things right about him and he focuses on the Lord. And today we want to encourage you. There is a God of hope who wants to come into your world in these difficult times. And if as long as you've got him, you have more than enough. He is the God of more than enough. He is the one who can come in and meet your need this morning let's change our focus let's choose what we remember and what we forget but you know what let's celebrate the faithfulness of God because every day his mercy is on you there's a freshness about him there's a faithfulness to him that he will never change and today I want to just close by praying for you before the band sings this great song Yes, it's a day of prayer. And we encourage you tonight to pray for our nation. All over the UK, the church is coming together, no matter what the denomination is, to just spend time. It might be five minutes for you, it might be half an hour, but it's seven o'clock tonight. Let's pray for God to sweep 
through our nation. But this morning, I want to pray that God speaks to you and comes and ministers to you right now. Wherever your situation is, and I understand it can be difficult, and I'm not minimizing the difficulty, but I believe there's a God who is greater than the difficulty. There's a God who is hope. And when we change our focus, and we get our minds off what's going on around, and we focus on Him and who He is, He can come in and be all that we need Him to be. So let's pray for a moment. And I'm going to pray, and if you're struggling in any way right now, I'm going to pray that the God of hope comes into your world. Father God, thank you for the hope that we have in Jesus. And I pray for everyone who's listening right now. And whatever needs are there, wherever they're at, that you will come in your grace and your mercy, and you'll fill them with hope, and you'll fill them with everything that they need in Jesus' name. Father God, help us to change our focus and focus not on the stuff, but focus on you, to lift our eyes to you. Help us to choose not to forget how great you are, how faithful you are, how much you're for us, how much you love us. And Lord, I pray we'll celebrate your faithfulness and we'll give you praise and honor and glory and we'll keep our minds in you. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.